the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we work. We acknowledge and pay our respects to the Ngunnawal, Ngambri and Darawal people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet. We recognise their enduring connection to this land, their culture and their ongoing contribution to these regions. We also recognise and pay respect to the Elders past, present and emerging of the Ngunnawal, Ngambri and Darawal nations. May we all continue to learn from and support their rich cultural heritage and work towards reconciliation and mutual respect with Australia's First Nations people. G'day, you wonderful human. It's Matty C here. We love that you make time to fit us at the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show into your day, and we want to help even more fantasy football players, no matter where you're from. To do this, we need your help. If you can tell just one person this week about our show and share where you listen to us, we'd be really appreciative of the support. Testimony from you who already join us and are part of our team really does help us reach new people. Also, giving us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app helps more people find the show, and it's more effective than you'd think. It's free, costs nothing, and takes just a moment of your time. We'd really love if you could help us so we can keep helping more people. Now, we ain't here for a haircut. Let's get into it. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Taylor in the ass checks this week in go number two. I've got a feeling that might be a trend that continues most of the year. So here we go. <laughs> it's spiked up harder than Taylor when he sees Chris Olave. Aussie. What's your draft strategy for a punter? Are you going after the shite team that <laughs> I was can't just score? Think of the same thing. <laughs> we have yeah. some punter today, Taylor. Where the hell did this guy come from? I mean, as Brad calls him, Pokemon dude. NFL. I said that the. Jags are being like well slept on in this game. And man, even you slept right. on him. Fantasy. You know, if you followed the fantasy fades, you had fantasy yates. And if you followed all the uh, positional stuff, then you had fantasy gonorrhea. This is the Aussie NFL fantasy show. Watching that game was like watching a dick sandwich stare at a fucking ass sandwich. For the Aussie Gridiron Network, this is the Aussie NFL fantasy show. Did you know it is the number one Aussie-made NFL fantasy show in Australia and in New Zealand and in Vietnam, but also now in South Korea? Come on! Yeah. What's going on, hey, man? Let's go. Even let's go. South Korea knows where to get their hard-hitting fantasy advice, guys. Can you believe it? They've got soul. Yeah. Oh, come hey, on. I go. love that. Let's go. Let's go, my <laughs> Korean boys. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I'm Matty C. The voice you hear in the background there is the voice of Australian gridiron. It's Manjot Melly, mate. Welcome back. Hey, we're back, you know. About to get something going. I mean, had a good week this week. I think yeah. I think it was awesome. Um, can't wait for this segment again. On and popping. Uh, we've got a great recap on last week to come too, but not before we introduce only the greatest analyst in fantasy football on this entire island. It's Taylor Goodall. Welcome back, brother. I think man John's absolutely pumped for this episode. He's got, he, you know, without force getting too much, he may have had a pretty good week last week. Yeah. So looking forward to getting into this. He's setting an order and uh, can't wait to try and get uh, my uh, lead back at the top of the leaderboard. All right, mate. He's got his tail up. He's got his feathers out. He's, uh, he's feeling pretty plucky. Uh, we'll get a recap on that in a little bit. But what I want to do straight out of the gate, we know – Start of the week is coming. That is why this show exists on the Sunday. Is last minute. Get your advice on who to start. Uh, but we like to help the people. That's kind of what we do. And we've got a few folks who we've crossed paths with through the social media this week that we need to get some questions answered for. You guys ready? Let's do it. Where's the mailman? 
Need some advice? Would you rather have a small slice of a lovely cake? Who has the mail? Or would you rather a huge piece of a dog shit cake? Thanks to your questions at Pastry Press NFL. And Aussie NFL Fantasy. I guess this is kind of a shit cake, but it can be a decent cake too. All right, deep, deep into the mailbag we go. You know, every week we're getting a good handful of questions from folks with really legitimate fantasy concerns. Mate, it doesn't get any more legitimately fantasy concerning than from Mr. Plow Wow Wow. That's right, at Mr. Plow Wow Wow. His question is <laughs> that um, the Pittsburgh defense has been surprisingly good, but now they're on a bye. Do you guys have a streaming defense that you like to look up for week six? Yeah, I mean, it's very specific to uh, what defences are obviously available in <laughs> your league. Yeah. Uh, the Saints, obviously awesome, but I don't know if they'd be available because like, they've just been awesome pretty much all year. What's funny is like they're, it, it, I feel like you've got to sort of target some bad defences because they're the only ones I could really, off the top of my head, assume are going to be available in your league. My God, is that Patriots offense fucking horrendous. Like, yeah. it is the worst thing <laughs> I've ever seen. So, if you're oh, really Patriots. the Raiders, <laughs> and I do not think that defense is good at all. Don't hear what I'm not saying. But sometimes when you're streaming defenses, you're really just worried about the offenses that's on the other side. And, yeah. and Mac Jones and that Patriots team is just absolutely pedestrian. So, that's one that is obviously a you know, close your eyes and don't watch it. But, you know, honestly, there's an opportunity for some picks against Mac Jones. I don't care what team it is. And honestly, they just had a good performance against the Packers. So you never know. They yeah. might turn things around. Hey, Manjot, you got one or two that you've been sort of picking up in your redrafts or if you've got a yeah, I just starter up. for I just your up. dynasties? Yeah, I picked up a Dolphins defense, actually, just then. Like, they were on the waivers in one of my leagues, and I just dropped a pack of defense for them. So if you got the Dolphins defense out there, they're only 74% started, 78% rostered. So, you know, for 20% of you guys in, on Sleeper, you There's can get the Dolphins defense. And they're playing against the Carolina Panthers this week. We're absolute ass right now. And I think this is actually a good time. To pick them up. I think yeah. a lot of people are a bit low on them because they had a negative game against the Bills a couple of weeks ago, but they bounced back real well, 12 points last week. I think this is a good time to pick them up. Mm. There's two that I've been targeting this week is the Jags having Indianapolis coming, yeah. and uh, they, they just seem to have this like hex over Indianapolis in Jacksonville. But also the Rams against the Cardinals. I've just found it hard not to think that that would be a worthwhile start. So they're, they're sort of two that I've been looking at and they're like 10% and 3% owned. So hopefully amongst those, you'll, you'll find one that you like, Mr. Plow Wow Wow. Great handle, by the way. Um, I've also got one from a Julian Edelman 11. I, I don't know if it's a real Julian Edelman, but anyway. No, well, they're going to be stoked that I just took tossed shreds off the bats. Right. Well, you know, Julian Edelman tore shreds off me that last season before he retired. My God, it was the one year I've ever drafted him anything and he just completely (laughs) fucking shit on me except for that one game against Seattle. Anyway, his question is, did Hunter Renfro die? That's it. That's all he's got. (laughs) Yeah, I think he did. I've seen his tombstone for sure. Cause of of death, Jimmy Garoppolo. Where where did Hunter Renfro go? I mean, I think he makes a valid point. Where, where, Where did he go? I, th- I don't know if it's just that. I, I actually think Jacoby Myers is actually really, really talented. And I think he's kind of just <laughs> taken that complete role. It's like, is it? It's either so going weird. to Devontae Adams 
It's or it's going to Jacoby Myers or they're dumping it off to Josh Jacobs. There's like nothing else. <laughs> it's like there's legitimately yeah. three options in that entire team. And Jimmy can't really like, like Angel said, can't facilitate like anything more than that. It, barely that. So yeah. I, I do think Myers is probably a far better player than probably anyone gave him credit for. Um, when I watch him, he, he does a lot of great things and he gets himself open all the time. And and yeah, like he had ten targets in that game against the Packers. And How crazy! Oh, I, yeah. think, I think he's a great talent. Mm, okay, uh, man. John did did Hunter Renfro die? I'm just going to ask you quickly. I think he's pretty dead in fantasy terms, yeah. but oh, yeah. he's got to go yeah. turn up on the Panthers next year. That's what's going to happen. Like he'll just end yeah. up being a free agent signing there when Thielen is too old and dies. There you go. Hey, um, today. I've got one last one, and this is from someone who's written in before, from The Real Drew Bruce, which I love that handle. That's pretty great. He says, hey, what do you think I could trade ETN for at either wide receiver or running back? I guess he's, he's not buying the, the production or state. What could he trade him for? It's, a, it's an interesting question, like, mm. because like, you've got to ask the question first, why are you trading him? Like, are you needing yeah. a wide receiver? Do you need wide receiver depth, or do you really, really want a wide receiver that's like a top echelon wide receiver, and that's why you're getting rid of him? Um, it's a tough I mean, uh, the only reason I can think I'd be trading him is if I was like, this has been a cool run, but the bubble's about to burst. Uh, that's the yeah. only reason I could think I'd be trading him. I was actually thinking about ETN this morning. I don't really 100% know why, but it was more one of these situations where I thought, I like to look at players like around this time and go, was I too low on this guy before, like in the preseason, or was I too high, or blah, blah, blah. And I kind of feel like with ETN, I was like, I don't feel like I was either. Like, <laughs> I felt like it was one of those ones where I was basically ranking him where he was going in drafts, but I don't feel like I was ever taking him in a draft because of that reason. Because I was kind of like, I'd rather take a guy that I'm ranking obviously higher than where they're going in their ADP. So it, it is, a, is a really sort of funny situation. ETN coming off a massive game, I would be trying to shoot for probably, you know, quite high. You're not going to get your guys, you know, I would have said Jefferson, obviously, he's on IR now, but you're not going to get your guys like Tyreek Hill. Someone like a Devontae Adams might be an interesting one. Um, I, I don't know. At this point, I'd probably stick with ETN because there's obviously question marks about his health and everything. But around that range, I'd be looking at. I wouldn't be trying to get two pieces. I wouldn't be trying to, like, you know, trying to get two 50-cent pieces for the dollar. Um, I would be trying to get one really, really yeah. good asset for yeah. ETN. But again, like these questions, they need to be very team specific. Like if you're really, really struggling at depth, then I could maybe understand that sort of trade a bit more or even turning ETN into, you know, a couple of good running backs or a running back and a wide receiver sort of thing. But if you're okay. like, fine with that, I would either stay with ETN or I'm really, really shooting for like a top five wide receiver because outside of that, I just don't see the point in trading it. Okay. I mean, that's definitely a, hey, if you're four and one sort of, you know, sort of scenario of go, okay, yeah. well, how do you use ETN to premiumize a position that can be more stable? But let's start to Manjot with the other uh, aspect here and go, okay, Manjot, let's reframe this question. I'm one and four and yeah. now I've got ETN who's blowing up. This might be my chance to do something with him and try and turn into some more depth or um, to improve some starters for me and send this guy off to someone who just wants a premiumization. What do you think I could get back if I was going to get two pieces? You got to get two pieces. Mm. Yeah, I think if you can get something decent in return, I think for me, it really does depend on what your team has. So 
if it was ETN and another piece for, say, an elite wide receiver, elite running back, then definitely it's possible. It, really like, it's a you, tough, it is a hard question in a nutshell, honestly. I'm yeah, because it depends on teams so much. It's like a confusing question in that sort of way. Assuming if he's if he's thinking of doing this for a wide mm. receiver, I'm gonna assume he needs one. So that like that's that's kind of the mindset I'm looking at is like, okay, if he's even thinking about doing this, it means he's probably flushed at running back and he really, really needs a wide receiver. In that situation, I'm probably not splitting it up. I'm probably looking for someone pretty high end, especially off the game he just had. Maybe try and like target like a Keenan Allen. Like someone that's actually killing. I don't think the Keenan Allen uh, like owner is going to want to do that, but maybe take mm. on the fact that he just had a buy. People maybe like a little bit like forgetting how well he's actually been going this year. You got Stefan Diggs. I don't think the person's going to do that, but that's probably the type of guy I'm probably targeting because I just don't think that like DJ Moore's obviously come off a big game, but I don't yeah. think I'd be trading ETM for DJ Moore. Like there's just too many question marks around it. So. Yeah, I actually think both of, owners there would be like, uh. <laughs> yeah, AJ <Ew>. Brown. <laughs> but the problem with AJ Brown is he sort of turned everything around. So it's it's kind of hard. You almost need a someone that's sort mm. of on a downswing. Like Jamar Chase would have been sort of the perfect guy to offer it last week, like before he had the week he just did. Um, so mm. it, it is kind of hard in a nutshell because anyone below that range i just almost don't think it's worth it so mm. my advice would be to stick with him but like, honestly that i know it's good advice i know you was asking the question of who it is but on i i really don't think i like, stay stay put like stay and mm. watch what's happening in the wide receiver landscape what someone else might pop up like that's a good offer and you know at the moment i'd stay in the flames of etn not selling him can be the right answer that's also okay yeah so that's, uh, that can be good advice. Okay, uh, look, fellas, that is hopefully really helpful for our mailbag this week. Uh, and we'll be back. We, we answer mailbag questions all the time, so feel free to get them across to either. Uh, Manjot uh, is really happy to bring them in from at Pastry Press NFL. You can also hit me at Maddie Podcast or, of course, the show feed at Aussie NFL Fantasy. Feel, feel free to just drop them in there anywhere that you see those handles because uh, we see them all the time. Um, and, and, of course, you could do what? Our mate uh, at Philip Rivers Kid did yesterday, and uh, and just leave us a voice one as well. Just nice and simple. You can use the voice recording function on any of those apps. So, um, all right, I think we need to get into starts of the week and do the big recaps there. We ready? Oh yeah, yeah. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. I'm live from Goulburn Prison <laughs> right now. Uh, NFL, the NFL put me in jail this week. We got back around the table. We smoked a peace pipe, had a bit of kumbaya. Look, I'm on, I'm on a heater. It's he's on fire. Boom shakalaka at the tight end position right now. Aussie? Because they played on turf, mate. Obviously. They, obviously concrete. They, they played on concrete, didn't ass- you read? <laughs> yeah, it was asshole turf, man. NFL? The blood was Cooper rushing to his giant knob. <laughs> Through his lance. <laughs> Fantasy. You can do what you want, really, mate. You started this podcast. <laughs> I don't know how to describe the feeling. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. He pretty much gave Dap the sack whack. Yeah, he did. Single-handedly, by himself, he, he pretty much did give the sack whack to Dap. A single-handed sack whack. Man, Jot, this oh. is a big week for you, mate. This is a big week for you. It's taken a little while to come. <laughs> But you finally broke through and have got a maiden start to the week win this week. Woo! Yeah. Well done, mate. 
It should it should have happened weeks ago. Hear the music when when freaking um most of it went off. That week <laughs> should have been mine, but yeah. it's okay. We finally got there. We finally got it all locked up. I think we all got an even amount of victories now. It's all good. I'm very happy, you know, just seeing it. It's all good, you know, in the hood, as they like to say. Your boy absolutely killed it all across the board this week. And I won by a million points. So I'm very happy right now. You know, I won by a million points. It wasn't it's pretty comfy. Like, yeah. It wasn't even just like one point. It was like a million. So it made me so happy. <laughs> Nothing in between. Yeah. He's, he's rounding up a little bit just for those playing <laughs> at home. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on top. I'm very, very excited. Very happy. Yeah. Congratulations to me for... A great week, <laughs> and honestly, I, love I can't it. wait till this week. Can't wait till this week. You know? to me. <laughs> <laughs> Your team looks pretty good, though. It started with Sam Howell throwing up a twenty-six and a half on Thursday night football, and I think Taylor and I were looking at each other at that point, going, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> that comeback, Brees Hall, mate, twenty-eight points. Holy shit! Let's go, my boy. Let's go, man. I was just so happy to see my boy Brees Hall. You know, same field um, that he got injured on, actually. So it was a revenge game for Brees as well. It was the Brees Hall revenge game against the field that injured him. So, you know, massive shout out to Brees, you know. Just went out there, did his job, just played well. Made a I few think- runs and really, really brought me home. I think some oh. smart, handsome man put him as a buy low last week as well. He came up. Yes. He came so, up. Someone has someone has a water bet with him. Mm. Mm. And someone over here has none. Like, this is like, this little piggy went to market. This little piggy stayed home. And uh, this is the little piggy at the end who has none. I've, I've not ever spoken anything kindly about Brees Hall, and I'm kind of starting to feel a bit left out. <laughs> Those two guys give you 55 points of your score this week, which is fucking sensational. Uh, it gets a little lean from here, but you still win. Tell us about your uh, wide receiver and your tight end. Oh, my wide receiver. Man, I was very excited just to see myself do well at wide receiver again. Obviously, be a great, great wide receiver, you know, in local flag. That's what I like to be. So, honestly, man, looking at receiving cause, it's always great. But this time was bad. <laughs> it is Romeo Dobbs. I trusted Dr. Good call. Um, I thought Don't Romeo, that guy's fault. He was gonna hit the you know jackpot against the secondary, yeah. and he actually sucked ass. You know, one point four points, but I could eat it. When how and Brees Hall did so well, I think I could eat that bag of dicks right there. Pretty much, that's what. Yeah, that's what we call it on this podcast a bag of dicks. I think bag of dicks. It was it was really bad. What was going on Very there? Salty. Was, yeah, it was real <laughs> salty bag uh, of dicks. <laughs> it's a really salty bag of dicks. But not the beast. He scored about twice as much as we hoped for from a tight end when he got four points. So not bad. Um, you weren't well, reciting Shakespeare for him the way you were for Dubs. So I don't know if maybe that's impacted Dubs's performance. But uh, four points from Higby, not so bad. Yeah, tight end is always ass. It's always ass. It's better than zero. Mate, you finished with 60.22, and that is a score that should win most weeks anyway. a million. Yeah, (laughs) it's a million. It's a fucking million. It might as well be. I mean, 
Well, what a great way to get your uh, account open with the first win. You've, you've been second a bunch of times this year, and the time you came second last time around, uh, you had a score that was mighty handsome and impressive and should win every other week as well. So it's just, it's about damn time, yeah? Yeah. In a Finally, man. It took a while. It took a while. Finally. Hey, um, so you've got you, and then there's daylight between you and who comes second, like a million points till Tay. <laughs> You lost a manager yeah, by a million, mate. Cool what the was, fuck um, are you doing? Ninety-nine thousand. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so good. Yeah, it was be <laughs> a bit of a weird week. Yeah, Stroud obviously just wasn't a you know game that was going to be high point scoring. The game generally was just full of field goals and one of those dour affairs you get sometimes when you're in Atlanta. So fourteen point one six isn't bad, but you know just it was it's better than a zero we got the week before fucking Andy Dalton. But anyway. Uh, you don't. Yeah, but I'll take it. But uh, obviously, I got a you know pretty decent points boost out of Achan. Uh, took him, and uh, yeah, obviously got the big boost. And you know the fact that he's basically lightning in a bottle helps. So yeah, yep, really, really good score there. And then it kind of just went downhill after that. Mate, that sounds like a very familiar song this week. Uh, like so. You take Collins, who's been great at uh, Houston, and he's had those weeks where he's like, wide receiver five, wide receiver 73, wide receiver three. So, you know, you know you're playing with he's fire, having, but, um, mate, explain how you went. Having the old, he's having the old Amari Cooper year, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, pretty well. Seven points, though, isn't embarrassing. It's just probably not what you're after. Yeah. Uh, mate, I see you and the doctor are in cahoots at tight end. Yeah, it went for Fergalicious. And, um, yeah, obviously just no one could get anything done against that Niners defense as, as uh, one man, Jolt Melly, knows. So, yeah. yeah, they're really, in the end, five five or so points uh, for anyone in that Dallas team probably almost leads them. That was just – they were just – Actually, <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for anyone who had Dak who was expecting any points because uh, Fergie Ferg probably outscored them. Uh, 5.8, not so bad. Tay, Manjot scored 60.22. A million less than that puts you at 48.3, yeah. so not bad. Not bad, yeah. It's a lot better than I thought. Yeah, I mean, a million really fucks the for and against, but, you know, 48.3, yeah, I'd still be happy with that. In deep shit. Do you know why? Because my team laid a big fat fucking egg. 33 points. <laughs> uh, Jordan Love. I've never put any trust in you before, and I will not be doing that again. Couldn't even get me eight. Couldn't even get me eight points. 7.98. You're fucking dead to me. Khalil Herbert, he's now on IR. You're fucking dead. Not just to me, to everybody. Thank God for Josh Reynolds, by the way. That was a great pick. Shout out to you, by the way. That actually was a really, really good pick. Like, you took easily, like, the lowest sort of started player in that position. And and it did work out pretty good after you picked it because obviously we have a yeah. going down. Uh, and then obviously even Jameer Gibbs, I think, would have actually been a pretty uh, big part of the passing game after that. Oh, but still, like, it was actually a really good pick at the time. So Thank you, mate. For that one. And, like, I took Herbert and then Reynolds on the swing and I think you were kind of laughing going, that's not taking away players I would pick, Matty. What the fuck are you doing? Um, so at least Reynolds came up, and I think Herbert was trending well until Tilly got hurt. So like, I felt good about the picks, but the score doesn't reflect it. Hey, Hunter Henry, get fucked. Zero points. What the fuck? You scored the same as your entire team? Zero points? Anyway. Hey, Hunter Henry, get fucked. That was my week. 33 points. I eat the biggest bag of dicks of the season so far, I think. And, um, and I mean, look, so the, the, the leaderboard is like we're all just tied at 10, which I love. And you can throw a blanket across us in terms of scoring because there's like 26 points amongst us. And I think that's probably about what Andy Dalton would have scored if he played. 
against that Vikings team. <laughs> so can you imagine if we were all like within four or five points? Because I mean that that's a likelihood that could have happened. Um, but but at this stage now we're all tied on ten, which is kind of beautiful. Um, and and I think so. I've got about two hundred fifty points. Say you got about two hundred twenty-five. Manjot in the middle. We love that. Um, so it couldn't be more even. And now Manjot's got the biggest advantage on earth by getting to pick who goes first. The pressure's on you, Manjot. Yeah. How are you going to rank oh. us in terms of uh, pick order? I'm still thinking on the spot about it because I'm, I'm just I've, checking the. I'm I've just got somewhere I want to be, and I've got somewhere where I think you'll put me. <laughs> I, I have, mate, I've got no plan. I, I, I've got I no plan. So you know, I'm just trying. Sorry, to I had to check a player. I had to check a player <laughs> just in case because sleeper star percentages are starting. I'm moving quite a bit, you know, hour to hour. So I had to just yeah. really quickly um, get that one. I'm going to let Taylor have the pressure of picking first. Oh. I'm going to put Maddie in the middle. I'm going to put myself at the Arsenal pen. Um, so essentially, yeah, we, we essentially box out Taylor again. Using it, you, using our same strategies, Maddie, as we have. It's, it's been working. You know, me and you are like actually rating him in. So I'm not yeah. changing that. I'm not changing that for a while, Maddie. Right. We we said this yesterday too. Actually, uh, Taylor is trailing twenty to ten. Yeah. <laughs> because, um, yeah. He's got to defeat both of us combined. Very the lead here. Very the lead. Yeah, hundred percent. We we lead twenty to ten, man. So you know, fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start the pick clock. Tay, you're you're up first, and this has been a very familiar position for you this year. Is this the position you really wanted to be? The position you really yeah, didn't want to be, or the one you're agnostic about? I thought he was going to put me in the arsehole end. One was where I wanted to be because oh. there was only really one position that I kind of actually really had someone that I was that keen on, and it's going to be Matt Stafford at quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Good go on there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a lot. Yeah, all I care is about his feet. Yeah, he's just broken. He's just yeah. broken. He, yeah. he Matty, someone Matty, doesn't, doesn't seem happy with me and Joe's choice. Mm. It would have been good for Taylor not to get Matt Stafford, but okay. Okay, it's okay. We can. We got this, man. Job. We got this. This is fucking teamwork. This is why we lead twenty to ten. It's because we are. A fucking we ride. Yeah. <laughs> we we ride. We ride. Yeah, you're right, baby. Oh, fuck me, that was probably the one I wanted the most. <laughs> Give me Gabe Davis against the New York Giants. I've got him at fifty-five yeah. percent oh. ownership. Touchdown machine. Mm. I mean, yeah, so it's not taking- the Diggs stack, but it's uh, <laughs> I, uh, Davis is. <laughs> he's been getting the touchdowns, which is cool, 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 cool. Um, can he get five in a row? Well, fucking probably not since I picked him, but. He's getting the targets, and the New York Giants defense is, um, well, a ball bag at the moment. A furry fucking ball bag. <laughs> the whole team, really. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Jones is literally <laughs> just trying to make it to the end of games alive. That I feel so sorry for that guy. Uh, yeah, he's just done. Anyway, so I, I, I think he'll be All fine right. if you get some players around him. But anyway, yeah, for the meantime, he's got nobody, and um, Josh Allen does have people. So I'm going to pick one of the people Josh Allen throws to. I'm going to take Gabe Davis and... Uh, you're going to let me have him, and you feel good about it. Yep. All right. Right. Yeah. Picking from the arsehole. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I put myself here because I wasn't even sure what to do. 
in this entire segment. I actually, I've just been like searching up random plays that I've been thinking of, and a lot of them like are exceeding like, their start percentages, and it's, yep. it's kind of surprising. Some of the lower end names are really exceeding the the allowed start percentage lead limit by a lot, actually. I was um, just gonna say quickly, me and Joel, for anyone listening, we've a hundred we've we've made a clear line now. So we sort of obviously questioned each other and you know, times that we weren't sure exactly like who fit and everything. We've made a complete line that sixty percent is the line of the start percentage. So if, if anyone's listening and you know, not sure what we're meaning, that's what we're doing now. So it kind of makes a clear line between instead of us sort of like deciding on the spot if someone actually fits, now we actually have a clear line. Yeah. Thanks. Over 60. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, um, and you know what's really funny is we had this meeting through the week. I'm on the NFL fantasy side just because that's where we have the Astro League. And, and I, I get up there, list of, you know, 13 wave of rides. And their line is 60% now, too. Fucking <laughs> exactly. That's, that proves how hard it is. It actually is a lot harder than you think. Like, less than 60 really is people that are like, obviously. Half of everyone out there aren't starting them, so it's pretty obvious. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, I just thought that was interesting that um, they've also stolen a fucking line, motherfuckers. Anyway, man, job. You got yeah. banned by the NFL, and I can see why. I'm about to because I'm swearing at them. Yeah, I think this is. Yeah, we're getting we're getting cancelled, cancelled. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh. Who needs the NFL to play fantasy anyway? Exactly. Sleep is where it's at. I think. Uh. I'm going to go with my boy. Is Brian Robinson allowed? Because he's like 56% on sleeper. Is he really? He's like on the cusp. He's like real close to where the line yeah, is. Ryan Davis at 55. Oh, yes, too. Well, I guess he's at, oh, I mean, he's in. He has to be. I, I'll be honest. I saw him as way higher than that. I must have looked at whatever the fuck I was talking about at the start. Yeah. yeah. He just seemed like a guy that, that really seemed like a slam dunk to me. That That's what it was. Um, I really needed to. I really needed someone that was like pretty bona fide up there. I was thinking about Kyron Williams as well, but he's like at eighty percent start percent. Yeah, can't have him anymore. It's like it's actually crazy. That that was what I meant by start percentages being crazy. Was like seeing seeing that start percentage was just absolute bonkers to me. I was like, fucking hell, Kyron Williams is that good, man. That he's up there now. Oh boy, yeah. Fantasy managers take notes. Well, oh, good on right. He's getting the work. So, plenty of bad players got a lot of work. Brian Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Robinson, my man. Um, he's having a swipe. Look, I just, nice bullet yeah. hole. Oh, now yeah, this sorry, one's going to be. Rough. <laughs> this one's also going to be around that percentage of fifty-five percent started. I'm going to take my man Zay Flowers out there. Yeah. At Baltimore, he's playing against like the Guinness World Record of our secondary for the third year running, the Tennessee Titans. So honestly, I I can't go much past Zay. Zay would be the pick to me. Yeah, and we've talked about this too. That um, you know Taylor was talking about a couple of these names. Gabe Davis and Zay Flowers came up in pre show so i like that we've literally just stolen these ones off his dinner plate <laughs> oh, like i was like well i'll talk about it because it won't come up in the thing and then you're like oh yeah. no it's actually 55 and they both got that kid 100 totally <laughs> just stolen chips off your plate mate so fucking take that yeah that was unintentional yeah. i actually forgot about that part as well 
No, I, I think it's fine if it was intentional too. You don't have to pretend to be nice. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so this gives me the position where I feel like on the way back, I should be taking Logan Thomas just to make sure that uh, we uh, really go after the people that um, that he loves the most. Fair enough. All right. Nice. Well, okay. Two position. The good thing about going first is when it comes back to you, it's almost certain that you're going to have it obvious who the two picks are going to be. It's yeah. pretty much guaranteed you guys have taken two of one position. Uh, so you've yeah. taken two wide receivers, so I don't have to pick that. So I'll leave that for last. Uh, I might as well go take my shitty position. I'm going to take Dalton Schultz. Uh, nice. Just uh, it's it's not so much about the um the they're up against the Saints, and that that's not a team that's actually doing very bad at defending the tight end position. It's just that he's just getting way more involved every single week. And yep. I, I actually trust the fact that Stroud's going to actually hit him. I, he wasn't doing much at the start of the season, but every single week he seems to be doing more and more and more. He had a touchdown. I think he's had a touchdown the last two weeks. Uh, and I just think he's getting more and more involved. And I just think he seems to be a bit more of a safety blanket for CJ Stroud. So I think this game's going to need the tight end a bit more because I think it's going to be like one of those games where some passing yards is going to be hard to come by. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. With the I'm going to go with Dalton Schultz. Uh, he's definitely. Mate, he was second on my list, five. and the third on my list was just abhorrent. So I'm kind of glad I got yeah. tight end solved. I'm, I don't envy Manjot trying to take the tight end now. It was is one that I sort of targeted in a few leagues as well myself uh, off the waivers. Uh man, this position is fucking dog shit. Um, I'm, I actually feel annoyed that the Manjo got such a good, decent pick because, like, I feel like everyone else is fucking dog shit at running back. Um, it is pretty gross. I kind of why I'm like, that, well, if I don't get the first, I'll have to take the last. Fine, whatever. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's one of those ends. ones where it's like. Do I take a guy I have a bit more confidence in but in a bad matchup? Or am I taking a guy that I really have no idea what their role is but in a decent matchup? And I think because of just how bad this position is, I'm going to take the guy. I don't normally do this. I really like to be matchup driven, but I'm going to take a guy in a really, really bad matchup. But I kind of like his role, and he's only at 22% started. I know a bit of it's going to be because he's coming off a bye. But I, I, I've checked and I've checked, and he really hasn't gone up in the last few hours. So I'm going to take Jerome Ford. Yep. Ooh. And against and the Niners, obviously tough. not great. Uh, but I just think I, I know he's the clear lead back in that team, and I just think he's going to get enough volume that even if he's not getting a good yards per carry, I also think even with Kareem Hunt there, he's still going to get a lot of passing work. Uh, and so, even if they're getting, if they're losing, I still think he's going to be on the field a lot. So, yeah, I'm just going to try and volume my way here this, to a filthy ten points. Nice. Well, that gives me no urgency at running back, and I am going to take my quarterback, and I'm going to go and take my 160 yards and two touchdowns from Brock Purdy. Yeah, fair enough. Ah, oh, fair enough. That's it. Yeah, he'll get sacked a few times. Whatever. 160 yards. He's Ryan Tannehill without having to be Ryan Tannehill. I like it. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill with no turnovers. All right. Oh, oh man. I should have thought about it. Should've He's only 36% about- owned as well. I started as well. So I figure he definitely is uh, still worthwhile. Manjot, your role here, you can take anything you want in any order you want, but you need a tight end, and which kind of sucks because tight ends are a bag of dicks at the moment, and, um, and a quarterback. There's plenty of good ones. Yeah, I'm going to take tight end. I've got to go. Ow, ow. Oh man, ah, oh, 
my full sack hurts, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, that hurts. oh, sorry. Uh, I've had sack hurts. Sack hurts is who I'm going to take. Sorry. My balls are actually hurts. hilarious, right? I got a league where I, I needed a tight end and I did three waiver claims and it was literally Thomas, Schultz, and Ertz. And I ended up with Ertz. Wow. Like, for some reason, it was just a week where like everyone was struggling a tight end and somehow I didn't get either Thomas or Schultz off the waivers. So no I way. was Zach Ertz my third option. So yeah, I've got no issue. So weird. Okay. <laughs> He's just getting so... The only week he didn't get a lot of targets was the one week Dr. Goodcore picked him. So, <laughs> for some reason, every other week, he's just had a shitload of targets. So, if Dr. Goodcore doesn't pick him, I guess he's going to have 10 targets again. 100%. Yeah. Just lock him in. Just lock him in. Uh, oh, love it. Zach Ertz. Uh, you've got a quarterback to take now, man, to wrap up your team. Your team so far, Brian Robinson, and then a bunch of Zeds. Say Flowers, Zach Ertz. You're going to take Zardner Zinchu yeah. or something like that? <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe. Oh, it's a tough week. Patrick Mazones. <laughs> Honestly, it's a tough week for quarterbacks, especially when a five-star matchup is given to Dak Prescott. I can't take him though, because he's <gasps> absolute ass. He's actual ass now. I actually can't take him. I bet you he oh. qualifies on star percentage. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He does. He does. And he By a, a distance. Oh. He's, 43. He's, he's, yeah, 43. Goddamn, 43% of people probably wow. don't. 43% of people who are not going to sleep well, knowing that he's their starter. Oh, man. This is going to be... I think this is going to be absolute moonshot. I'm I'm not sure about it, man. I'm not sure because there's not much quality out there, QB, this week. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take something, like, incredible for someone. Oh, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of... Which one? Because I have like about five guys that are all mid, and yeah. I have to choose like one of them. It's like real bad, man. Like I'm looking at all the mid quarterbacks, and it's just like, yeah, this is awesome, man. Uh, I got I got pick one. I just got pick one. Um, throw that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Sam Howell. I'm just gonna go how again. Yo, I'm back. How? Back to- yeah, yeah, back to back to what won me last week. I mean, even in a shit performance with his team, he still managed to get pretty good. I had, I was literally thinking there was a bunch of guys like and how Baker, like fucking um, Ritter. Ritter was the one I was really debating oh. with him and how, and I was like, oh, I can't trust Ritter this week. Even with the oh. four-star matchup, I can't trust him. I just can't trust dude. He's like, just very unreliable. That was a gurgling so. thing about the thought of starting Ritter in here. Yeah. Oh that's God. why. That's why I was. I like, Baker on I had to. T- <laughs> I had to talk myself out of it before I did that. All right. So that's why it took me a while to reprocess that. But fuck, that would have been awful if I had to start Ritter. Oh, I'm a thank God I saved myself how it is. Oh. You know who else I had on my list of quarterback who might have won me in this segment recently is Russ against Kansas City. I think he's just going to need to pass a bit. So, okay. Um, I've, I've made it pretty clear I'll never have him on my list, but I understand. You did. I will never have that piece of shit near my roster ever. That was about <laughs> as definitive as it gets. Yeah. Yep. On my way back, I need a running back. Just because of what I think is going to happen in that game, I'm going to take Jaleel McLaughlin at Kansas City. 
And so he's, like, he's on my throw, list. Throw them. Throw him in. And, and he actually probably was going to be my pick. And I looked it up, and it looks like Javante's 100% playing. So I'm not mm. saying that that means he does nothing. I just, I've really wanted to feel like he was at least going to be like in a two sort of running back situation with him and Piran. But now there's yeah. three, it just worried me off it. But I understand he's got juice. He looks good. Yeah, he does. And I think at a team who's not winning a lot and, um, Piran's not doing a heap, but that uh, maybe he just eats Piran's dinner. So, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable with it, it. With the options that were out there, like, you, there's not much you have to say that, like, convinces you that, that you know, that's a decent pick in this. Like, some of the names on my fucking list. My God. Oh, fuck. Like, D. Mercado, like, who, if anyone yeah. doesn't know that name, like, I, I agree with you. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to get any sort of fucking anger who? from me. He's literally the backup to James Conner who took over. But then even still, like, we don't know what that looks like because yeah. it's always different when someone takes over from an injury because the team doesn't have the ability to obviously have guys behind them. Whereas now, like, the fact they know Conner's out, there's probably going to be some help. I know they signed oh. Tony Jones. Um, Keontae Ingram might be back. Like, there's... there's yeah. Like reasons to think that this guy doesn't actually get the workload anyway. So, um, well, I was looking at Zach Moss because he's at thirty-five because he's been dominating. But th- same. at the same time, does Jonathan Taylor just actually? He, he didn't really have many practices last week. Is that the only reason Moss even had that sort of workload? Ty yeah. J Spear against the Ravens. Yep. I think he's actually starting to look good. But these are just the kind of. I think thing. Henry's washed. It's 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 really looking that way. So no one wants I'm, to say it. I'm caught. I'm kind of on the side of like they probably should look to trade him before he looks even more washed, like if someone can mm. go for him something. But it is sad to see as a Titans fan, obviously. Yeah. All right. Um, sad. I can tell I also had Rashad White, who is against like the worst defensive line matchup ever for yeah. running back. So, like, but that's the desperation. I even had him just in case. That- but that's the bad. thing with me, right? It's like I took, I decided to take the name of the bad matchup. Like I feel like Jerome Ford actually, at least, like you know his role, and that would have been Richard uh, White as yeah. well. But yeah. it's like, yeah, you just knowing up. he's going to be running into bricks all afternoon. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so you need uh, a wide receiver. I cannot wait to see yeah. what you got because the two that I know you liked most are gone, and sure. it's a basket of shit out there. The one name yeah. I still had left on my list does not inspire me to do great things at all. No, and I'm going to take someone who's going is on a revenge game, and I actually just brought him up before that yeah, I think he's I actually way is. more talented. I'm taking Jacoby Myers. He's the third uh, name on my list. I love this. Yeah, forty eight percent started, and. I, I, it's one of those ones where even if Devontae Adams is is healthy, I still think Jacoby Myers is, can have a great game still. It's just one of those situations where there's just no one else they're throwing to. We've talked about Renfro being dead. And and if and if Adams is still hampered by that shoulder injury, then it's just even more opportunity. So there's upside there. Revenge game against the Pats for letting him go. Yeah, happy days. I think there's a, another good opportunity for Myers. Really fucking happy days. Wow. Okay, so let's go through these teams. Manjot gave us the order. He wants Taylor to go first, then Matty C, and then Manjot's getting the double pick at the back. Uh, Taylor's team looks like this. Matt Stafford, Jerome Ford, Jacoby Myers, and Dalton Schultz. Matty C's got Brock Purdy, Jaleel McLaughlin, Gabe Davis, and Logan Thomas to Nicole. Manjot, pick him from third. He gets Sam Howell, Brian Robinson, Zay Flowers, and Zach Ertz. The Z brothers down the bottom there. I love that. Z for Zoolander. Doubled up, doubled up on the Commanders. 
Yeah, he's going commando with the commanders. And yeah, it's I kind of, you don't to... see the stack of a quarterback and a running back often, but you feel like that uh, there's going to be points, then you can just take any pieces of offenses like that and they will work. So we'll see how many points come out of that one. Hey, man, Jot, do you feel good about your teammate? Defending champ? Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, hopefully, hopefully even better once I finish. This week, we leave hopefully. the segment 20 to 10, so, you know, it's all on Taylor to turn this around. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be tough at best tying it each week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you wish you didn't drop so many early games, you silly uh, man? Uh, <laughs> lost my opportunity to tie it at the end of the year. Yeah, mate, cannot wait. Um, I actually feel great about every part of my team, except really Jaleel McLaughlin, because you don't know, but uh, I'm trying to bluff it that I'm feeling good about it. Tay, what do you like best about your team here? Yeah, I'm I'm happy if how it turned out turned out given the situation. Obviously we we made a clear line on the sixty percent uh running back was just a bucket of shit. Like I was yeah. it was seriously pick your goober. Um and so in the end I was pretty happy. Getting Matt Stafford first, I was happy with how that fell. Uh, I think he has a huge opportunity against Arizona and obviously all his weapons. And Jerome Ford again, like you said, he's probably gonna walk up against a ton of bricks, but uh, hopefully he gets involved in the passing game when they're behind against the Niners. Uh, Jacoby Myers, I like him. I really think he's a guy that I probably feel like he... It's one of those eye test things, you know, like where you're watching games. It's not just the stats. It's not just this. It's it's one of these guys that you weren't sure about coming into the season. Like he wasn't really used, yeah. you know, well at the Pats because they didn't even have an offensive coordinator. And then you no. see him on a different team, and straight away you're like, "This guy's got talent." Well, this guy actually looks amazing, and that's really what I've gone off with this this pick. And he's looked great at the Raiders. Uh, and then Doc, uh, Dalton Schultz. Yep, I just think he's getting better and better each week in this offense, and I just trust CJ Stroud at the moment to make the right play. Yeah. So, yep, I'm happy with the team. I like the idea of Stafford against the Arizona Cardinals too, because anyone against the Arizona Cardinals looks like money in the bank, Absolutely. fellas. It's been an incredible week. We have played a fantasy cliffhanger at the start of the week. We got through some pastry performance and given away a fuck ton of pastry. Um, we even gave an update on how we're tipping with the G'day Gridiron guys versus the fantasy guys. We've had the doctor come through. We've done a bunch of fucking mail. And now I've got starts of the week locked up. Bring on week six, yeah? Fuck yeah, it. Cool. Get your dicks out. Get your dicks out <laughs> for week six out. Uh, fellas... <laughs> We know that you can catch us everywhere at Aussie NFL Fantasy. You can catch Manjot at Pastry Press NFL on the Instagram. Uh, you're going to see yeah, us guys on a Saturday at the Australian Capital Territory Gridiron League, the ACT GL. Um, and we're going to be running that. There's a, a great game happening this weekend between the grand finalists from last year. So we're looking forward to that, the Wolves and the Centurions. You can also yeah. catch all of our brother shows on the Australian Gridiron Network. Manjot's from G'day Gridiron. They've got some shows coming out this week. Dynasty Mark from yeah. No Huddle. He has got two new episodes out last week. He's got another one this week. He's got a special guest. This mug has gone on and spent some time with Mark, first oh. guest on his show. Um, and check that out. It's around commissioning leagues and uh, and driving league engagement. So there's heaps happening in the network. There's heaps happening here. And God, I'm really thrilled that we're doing all this together. Yeah, 100%. I'm so excited, man. So good, so good. Uh, Ninja, we've got to try and defend our great start in the Astro League and keep this chucklehead from, you know, jumping back ahead of us now that we've finally got in front of him. Tay, good luck this week, mate. Who, who have you got this week in the Astros? That's uh, i got Ryan. Oh, well, free win because he's it's struggling. A, <laughs> it's annoying because he actually decided to actually set his lineup this week. 
Yeah. Not starting a quarterback. Bold move last week, but, you know, <laughs> what do you do? Very uh, <laughs> bold. He does have Justin Jefferson, obviously, on IR, so that's a big hit to his team. That's, yeah. For a guy who usually just makes playoffs in odd-numbered years for fun, um, he's he's really up against it this year. He's, he in The draft happened while he was overseas, and um, and and he got auto-drafted a team of people he I don't think he's terribly attached to it. It's just a tough year for him, but mate, you're still going to play him and you still got to beat him. After losing the scuba this yep. week, I definitely know that you're not taking any wins for granted. Um, no, we're absolutely. up against TC, so it's like, uh, yeah, 100%. This is Connor Family Pride Challenge Week, and whoever loses, they're out of the family. That's how this works. So TC was out of the family last year. Um, he's now moved to Victoria, which is about as out of the family as you can get. But if he wins, uh, I don't know where I've got to move to. We'll, we'll find out. New Zealand or something, probably. Yeah. South Korea, where they love us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Already. How much worse could it get? Yeah, right. I guess it could be in Tasmania. Oh, but Seahorse owns Tasmania, so we probably wouldn't let him in. Yeah. Uh, no, All right, fellas. It's stupid AM. Yeah. I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you so much for everything you contribute. And thank the doctor for me as well. It's great to have him through, and he's given us some really good tips. And all the best for week six, fellas. Adios, amigo. Thank Hooray. you, everyone. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Downs isn't really a huge downfield threat. <laughs> sorry, you said yeah. downs and downfield. I'll, I'll be, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite like sitting in the sandpit or just eating mouthfuls of sand. Nice. Aussie. And I do not think that defense is good at all. Don't hear what I'm not saying. His question is, did Hunter Renfro die? NFL. I think he did. <laughs> I've seen his tombstone for sure. Cause of, <laughs> cause of death, Jimmy Garoppolo. Great minds think alike or your brain's deteriorating to my level. Whichever way you want to cut it. <laughs> Fantasy. Ah, man, this position is fucking dog shit. I will never have that piece of shit near my roster ever. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Oh, I'm a, Pro- I'm a, 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 I